theme this week well first of all welcome 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 everyone this is jenny and tate at rebel human and jenny has been singing this creepy song <laughs> to me all week well it's, it's very frightening our theme this week is forgiveness but sing the song well i can't I don't know all the words but there's a part in a hamilton no, song quiet uptown no just occasionally it will be quiet in here we'll be working and then you'll go forgiveness <laughs> forgiveness <laughs> Like, why are you singing about forgiveness as you're getting ready to murder me? <laughs> so what the next step was I had to play. I was like, it's in the Hamilton song. And, and, and I played right. it for her. And right. then what boggled my mind is that you said, oh, I didn't get to that yeah, part. Yeah, I didn't get to that part. <laughs> I'm like, how did you not finish Hamilton? <laughs> She's like, wait, what happened? Why is she forgiving him? <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Well, forgiveness. So we're talking about forgiveness. It's our theme for the week at Rebel Human. And all of our classes are designed around that. I'm drooling, by the way. I'm drooling because I'm laughing so hard. Speaking of drooling. <laughs> yes. I did watch the part in Hamilton with, uh, I forget his name, but he is amazing. He was the the king. Oh, singing. yeah, yeah. Oh, and he's, he's bad a lot. Yes. Mm -hmm. So wonderful. Mm -hmm. I'm so glad they didn't cut that out. Yeah. Um, one of the editors said, we can easily, you know, fix that. And the director, Lynn manuel was like, oh, no, <laughs> we're keeping that in. <laughs> that, that's spit. a great choice. I actually dug into that a little more and that particular actor is known for doing that that's just yes, like part he of what said he does. he's a moist he's very moist <laughs> on stage which can I you say that one more time what moist. was that he's moist on stage and with our sibilance <laughs> and our mic still right moist i hope john my brother is listening oh yes. because this is probably driving him uh batty John, it's very humid out. It's moist. It's moist. Hasn't it been moist, John? Peter Piper picked <laughs> a peck. Okay, back to our theme. Forgiveness. So as a part of our accountability program where you can get a text three days a week and you get your three videos for the week, all of them have been around forgiveness. And then our one live class this week was about forgiveness our outdoor classes and person classes were about forgiveness and we wanted to talk about the things that came up for our for us as we have been contemplating this concept all week long it's a tough one and you know it's something that Tate you shared you spent a whole year on in AA yet there's still things that come up yes and I've also spent a lot of time working through forgiveness. And new things came up for me this week as well. Do you want to start? Sure. So one of the things that came... First of all, I love being able to focus on a theme for an entire week. And this is something that I, I was um, taught to do fairly early on in AA um, by... Mm a sponsor of mine we used to take the saint francis prayer mm -hmm. okay so again everyone i'm an atheist <laughs> sort of but um i pray <laughs> and i work daily on the maintenance of my spiritual condition 
But I love the St. Francis prayer. Would you mind if I shared it? Okay. Please. Um, so what we would do is we would concentrate on just one line from this prayer and meditate on it and mm. see how we could actualize it in our life for that week. So, um, Lord, make me a channel of thy peace that where there is hatred, I may bring love that where there is wrong, I may bring the spirit of forgiveness mm. that where there is discord, I may bring harmony that where there is error, I may bring truth. That where there is doubt, I may bring faith. That where there is despair, I may bring hope. And where there are shadows, I may bring light. That where there is sadness, I may bring joy. Lord, grant that I may seek rather to comfort than to be comforted, to understand than to be understood, to mm. love than to be loved. For it is by self-forgetting that one finds, it is by forgiving that one is forgiven, it is by dying that one awakens to eternal life. Amen. That last line I interpret a little differently in terms of death of the ego. Mm -hmm. um, but I love this. I So just also the second to last line, this idea of self-forgetting. So mm -hmm. in AA, we, we talk a lot about how the root of our, our suffering is really this selfishness and self-centeredness that we're doing so much navel gazing and so mm -hmm. much protecting of ourselves out of fear um, that we have, we cut ourselves off from all connection um, to either a power greater than ourselves to other people mm -hmm. um, and we become very isolated with our secrets and our shame mm -hmm. that we never share with anyone else so my process of forgiving um, came through this year-long process of working on what we call the fourth step which it's a little bit of a trick because you're asked to start by writing down everyone and everything that you are you have a resentment against or that you're angry at mm, how long was your list oh it was long it was pages it was pages it, w it was individuals and then things like cheerleaders or you know <laughs> capitalism right <laughs> oh my god can that be one of the chapters in our book yes. cheerleaders and capitalism yes yes, yes. <laughs> Um, so you start there and then you write down like the nature of the harm. So you give like a little bit of detail. And then after that, you're asked to look at what part you played. And sometimes you played no part, right? Mm -hmm. But it's really this honest assessment mm -hmm. of did you put yourself in a position to be harmed? Were you not clear about a boundary? Um, were you uh, lying or deceiving in order to get something that you felt you needed? Mm -hmm. um, and then kind of what what underlies all of that? So was it fear? Was it um, pride? Was it ego? Mm -hmm. Was it anger? Was it lust? Was it sloth? Um, so you kind of get down to the to the nugget. Mm -hmm. um, and so it, it's just this really deep excavation that some people spend years on. Mm -hmm. And then the kicker is you read that to someone that you trust. 
-hmm. And so you tell all of your secrets, everything that you're ashamed of. And the best part of it is the person listening just goes, yep, mm -hmm. that's what being human is all about. And For each so, thing, they repeat that? Well, no. Okay. No, there, there are no set rules. Okay. But it's always been my experience that um, the person who's, you know, listening, who's bearing witness, does so in a, a super non-judgmental mm. way. Um and and you you sort of leave that whole process having forgiven the people who harmed you mm -hmm. and also forgiven yourself for mm -hmm. the harm that you caused to both yourself and others. Mm. Um, but that it's this lovely. Yeah, yeah. I think we so, should do that. Uh, I think so. I think so, we should do it with our students yeah. and even if you listeners right now if that sounds compelling go ahead and start it yeah you have all the info you need right there so I, mean, I should say that again what came up for me this week is that I'm not always clear with my boundaries and so then someone you know crosses them because mm -hmm. they're so what what's the opposite of unclear what word am I looking for this they're loosey-goosey no the opposite of unclear well it's not quite what i was looking for there okay so listeners tate is moving around in a very flowy modern dance movement trying to communicate to me what the word <laughs> say more words about this state i'm not getting the movement this reminds me of blurry. when you're trending okay blurry blurred? unfocused they're, blurred. they're unfocused okay. yeah do, you couldn't get the blurriness <laughs> of that interpretive <laughs> dance movement <laughs> and then somebody like doesn't get it and i'm like well what's wrong with you how mm. could you not understand that you know mm. this is who and what i am and you're you're not supposed to treat me that way well mm. i i wasn't clear about that so that came up for me to this week again it's getting clear that, that that clarity of boundaries has a lot to do with forgiveness. And do you feel like it's best for you to do that verbally? Like you need to be actually communicate with words to people in particular? Yes, okay. words. Yeah. Right? Because they can't read my mind. Mm -hmm. Or your dance or interpretations. Dance. <laughs> or my sound effects. Beep boop. Yeah. <laughs> right. um, okay. So what came up that for you? That was really, really lovely. Thank you for sharing that. Really. Thank really. you. Thank you for listening. Um, so what came up for me, I was kind of working through an old pain. Again, like revisiting that and asking myself, you know, thinking that I had forgiven but the question came up, wait, have I really? Um, so th there's more work to be done there. So the aha was like, wait a minute. I'm not sure you actually did fully forgive. Maybe some of the, that is just burying and stuff down. And in a moment when I finish, I want to read the email that we sent out um, today where I, I wrote down like five things that are stopping you from forgiving. Um, and the second thing that came up oh, was more interesting. I was really surprised. I was like, wait a minute. I feel like I need to forgive myself for being such a worthless person that this could even happen to you. 
So it uncovered this other layer of uh, like self-hate or... I totally get that. Or like the not good enoughs. When like, of course, I know. Like, no, there was nothing wrong. I didn't cause this. There's nothing wrong with me. But there's still some part of me that feels there was. And it was my fault. And you're such a worthless piece of shit that this happened to you. So you need to forgive that piece of shit. Well, wait a minute. Like, there are so many layers there that I didn't realize were there. So I need to spend some time with that. And then I also came up with this plan to work through with this person um, kind of a ritual around like a real airing. And so we're both feeling really heard. Like maybe we, like I thought we were heard, but maybe we need to go through like some more details and really share everything, get it all out and kind of a ritualistic, like I hear you, I see you, I'm sorry. And like take turns and then maybe even like have a ritual burning or burial or something. So I'm quite pleased, although it wasn't, there were a couple days this week that weren't so fun. Um, I'm quite pleased with the outcome of focusing on something all week. Was it difficult for you to approach this person to ask for them to engage in this process with you? No, no. So you've, you've done a lot close. of work, yeah. obviously, yeah. that you felt yes. strong enough to yes. do that. Yes, So this is like, you know, like we've already done work, but this is like next level work. That we couldn't, we can only do because we've done so much other work. So I would say that another thing that came up for me, and this had to do with the flies biting. Mm. Um, so during our outdoor class, um, you know, it's it's August here, and I had forgotten that the flies were coming out, and <laughs> they kept biting me. And my first instinct was during ignore, this is during shavasana. This especially. is during shavasana is ignore it right ignore it um because you don't want it to disrupt your peace of mind or practice or whatever and then I had this realization like no it hurts (laughs) (laughs) and and so I'm like you know what's the other there must be something other than ignore or not ignore well what about if I were to use some sort of bug spray to create a protective barrier Mm -hmm. or a repellent your boundary yes a boundary right (laughs) and so another part of that for me is that I deserve not to be hurt Mm. so I'm I'm acting in defense of myself Mm -hmm. I'm protecting myself and that is not a natural instinct for me I will do that for others, but I usually will be like, oh, I'm just going to accept this pain Mm -hmm. that's being inflicted on me because either I think that's spiritually, um, you know, evolved, Mm -hmm. right? That's the spiritually evolved thing Thing to to do, do. um, is to not have natural human emotions (laughs) and, or I don't want to make waves, right? Mm -hmm. I just want mm, things to just... So I'll, I'll, I'll continue accepting the infliction of the pain. So my 40s, I feel like, has really been about, defe- like, I don't know if defending is the right word, but it feels right when I say it, like defending myself, protecting myself, standing mm-hmm. up for myself and saying, nope, mm-hmm. 
you know, I'm not going to tolerate that anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was something else. Uh, That's that, fabulous. That, That's that something came to... up for me. And I, I sort of picture like a little bit of this fiery warrior kind of person that is very, very much a natural instinct for me when it comes to my loved ones. But now having that same sort of fiery spirit defending myself. Mm, that's beautiful. That's worth celebration. Seriously. Good. <laughs> you should you should toast with kombucha with yes. uh, your family oh, tonight on that. Seriously. Yeah, there's a lot of things to toast that I've worked on this week that, you know, has to do with wrapping things up, ending mm. certain relationships mm-hmm. that were um, where I was being taken advantage of mm-hmm. and not respected. Mm. I'm going to grab that email we sent out. I'm going to read that. So five things you are doing now that is stopping you from forgiving. Let me see here. Number one, you keep telling that hurt, angry, disappointed story over and over in your head. It's easy for us to get attached to the story of injustice we endured. Sometimes this happens because we think that if we continue to replay the story, we are punishing the person who hurt us and that it somehow honors the injustice. However, the person who hurt us usually has no idea what we're thinking, doesn't feel punished, or doesn't care. The good news, habitual thought patterns can be broken. Chanting mantra, either silently or out loud, is a powerful way to retrain your brain and build new neural pathways. This is something we teach. There are other ways, positive self-talk and such, but that's um, one that I think works really fast. Number two. You ardently, yet falsely, believe that you've already forgiven. And that's something that I think I figured out this week. You will know this is the case if you notice angry, hurt thoughts pop into mind at seemingly random times. Sometimes we push feelings down so far that we think we've forgiven and forgotten, but really we've just hidden them away out of fear or shame. Number three, you are forgetting that you may need to forgive yourself. All of us have done things that have hurt others, made us feel ashamed, embarrassed, or at fault. Forgiving ourselves for these things may be the first step to forgiving someone else. If you feel really stuck and unable to forgive someone, take a moment to investigate and see if there's something hanging around in you that needs some forgiveness. Number four, you're keeping busy and distracted so that you don't have to sit with the original pain. Before we can address what's coming in number five, we have to be able to pause and feel the feelings. We may be using screens, alcohol, food, shopping, or busyness to distract ourselves from feeling hard feelings. If we can choose courage and slow down for a few minutes to really feel, get curious about those feelings, we may unlock a lot of helpful information. That information is a gift. Number five, you aren't asking your anger what it needs. When we don't ask anger what it's trying to tell us and what it needs, we're ignoring the message it's sending. Glennon Doyle says it beautifully. Anger delivers important information about 
where one of our boundaries has been crossed. When we answer the door to accept the delivery, we begin to know ourselves better. When we restore the boundary that was violated, we honor ourselves. So if we ask anger what it's trying to tell us, we may uncover the thing that is keeping us stuck, unable to protect ourselves, and unable to forgive. So a lot of those came up for us this week. Yeah. The, the boundaries thing, you know, for me, realizing I need to forgive myself, or realizing also that I, maybe I haven't forgiven. Yeah. So it was, um, I think the exercise of writing this email was really helpful for me as well, because I wrote it yesterday. It, it helped me distill my whole week's process. And next week, we're working mm. on the theme of awareness. Yes. So we really hope you will all join us um, on that worthwhile endeavor. Did you want to give any sort of sneak peeks? Sneak peek of awareness? Well, um, it's another cause of suffering, like attachment, um, kind of the lack of awareness causes suffering. So this just wrong thinking or false thinking and all of our years of trauma and experience and you know what people have taught us provides these filters through which we see the world so part of the process is kind of peeling back those filters or veils so we can start to see ourselves and the world more clearly i look forward to exploring that yeah um i i love being able to hold that idea in mind as we're moving Mm. um for me I get so heady about things um that I find that if I'm doing movement that's challenging while sort of loosely holding this theme or this idea in mind Mm. that things bubble up quite naturally for me so embodying it mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. so and that's such a key piece that we make sure in all of our everything we teach here is that we're not just talking about concepts we're embodying them right and so that wednesday class that we're that you've um dragged me into doing (laughs) (laughs) it's so much fun i love it i love it taking the class i'm taking the class live on camera with you every wednesday at 10 so fun um but for a full hour to be able to loosely hold that concept in mind as we're moving around is just such a gift. And I'm going to continue to give that to myself. It sounds a little cheesy, but gosh, it's really not because it will make me better able to serve mm-hmm. others if I can more consciously protect and take care of myself. Yes. Yes, and it's it's a joy having you there, showing the modifications. Yeah, my favorite modification is to just <laughs> stand still <laughs> and breathe. Yes, <laughs> it's so good. And it is totally true. That is a modification. Yes, if you can do nothing. Years, I did not... Um, like listen to the signals my mm. body was telling me because as a ballet dancer you you can't because you're constantly pushing through pain mm-hmm. um dancing on I mean I danced on a broken foot because I didn't want to lose my role Ugh. in that show so I just taped it up and Ugh. disassociated so for me to be able to I mean I think 
everyone is coming from a different place. So for me to be able to recognize and accept my limits is, is growth. For sure. For sure. There's so many um, injuries that happen in any kind of fitness class or yoga class. And, you know, I've talked to doctors at cocktail parties and they say, well, you wouldn't believe all the people who come in here with yoga injuries. And I say, that's not a yoga injury. That's an ego injury. (laughs) People pushing through and doing things that they shouldn't be doing. So if you're interested in that I think it's just signing on and taking the class just so you can see Tate's modifications I think it's worth worthwhile (laughs) and thank you Tate for sharing what it does for you I think that was a lovely um summary of of the benefits you get from class do we have anything else to share okay all right we're done so um Leave us, if you're liking this, if you're hating this, leave a little review in the Apple podcast app. Give us some stars. Be um, brutally honest, whether you like it or not, and what is helpful. You can find us at therebelhuman.com on Instagram at therebelhuman.com. Signing off. <laughs>